Welcome to Chip Tooth Podcast, episode number 57.1.1.1. Yeah, uh, we recorded an episode last week, and as uh, the the listeners that listen pretty yeah, regularly... Our, our producers didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it, we went a little too hard in that one, so we're just going to throw that one in the vault and see if we end up releasing it in the future. Yeah, we'll see when the timing's right. It, it, was, it was a little too much, I think, for, for the regular listeners' ears, so we'll see if we might put it in Patreon or something eventually, but we're just going to hold on to it. Either way, we're back for a new week. Back, yeah. Um, so to the regular listeners that listen weekly, um, we're sorry. Yeah. And it's not that we don't love you, it's just that we love you too much to to soil your ears with that listen with that episode. I would say quality over quantity, but we are on 50 what 57.1. Yeah, what Charlie's always said, you know, if you record an episode that you hate or that you feel like it's not going to be good, why are you releasing it? I said cuz you got to be consistent. Right. And she says quality over quantity. And I said that's not how podcasting works. Yeah, it's kind of weird cuz it's like podcasting is one of the want, few things. Well, the other thing is like how many times have we recorded it and then you listen back to it and it's like, well, that wasn't half bad. Pretty, pretty yeah, often, you know? usually. And it's not even like we record it and then listen to it before we put it out. Oh, it's no, just, it's, it's we like... We put it out and then we listen to it. It's like I release it and I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this one. I listen back. I'm like, okay, not too bad. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, it's <clears> also... it's uh, When a finished product is always going to look better than like right after you're done, so... Well, you say that. It's, music's different. Music, the second you record, you're like, holy shit, this is fucking insane. I love this. Right. And then there's always, uh, I think Jasper and I used to call it the 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 sleep on it, or it's like the sleep on it phase or something. Right. So like you remember let it, it. Let it brew. Yeah, you remember it, and then the next day you listen, and you're like, holy shit, yeah. that fucking sucks. Like, I need to completely redo that part. We need to completely redo the guitar on that. We need to redo the drums in this part. Those vocals yeah. fucking blow. See, whereas with like, this podcast, it's like, we just go. You know, you yeah. just turn it on, and then you go, and then hope for the best. Yeah, but, so, I find that podcasting is one of the few things where, like, I'm not going to say that you want to have off days, because that's not the case. But what it is is... You want variety. <laughs> well, it, it's more like... It can't all be good. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's true. And, and that, that's the thing, right? Is that you want to have a more raw... Like, I feel like it's more relatable if it's raw, you know? Like, yeah, and it doesn't feel, seem like you're always, like, trying to be super peppy or super happy or right. funny or, like, it's super hard. dark and bro brooding the entire time. That's why, like, if we wanted to do that... It would have to be like a theme podcast, like if like we talked about just doing conspiracies. Like we would overproduce it, not overproduce it, but produce it in a way where it was consistent and always the same, and it met the standards. But the way we're doing it this way is a lot more free form and a lot more like we can tell jokes, we can also tell stories, we can tell, we can cry, yeah, which we, we never laugh. Have. Yeah, I mean it's like, but you also want people to see. Like that, you're a human. I guess is yeah, how I, think, I feel I about we podcasts. Appeal, we both appeal to that genuine uh, feeling. Oh, we don't appeal to it. We are appealed by, or we 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 don't appeal to it. Yeah, so like, I feel like that's right. Well, no, like we like I don't find like I find that we are genuine. We are genuine on the podcast, but I don't know that it's one of those things that's like recognized. Like, oh, these guys are so fucking genuine. Well, yeah, it's not fucking. It's on, more like it's not the genuine bro podcast. You know? But but it's like you know. It's, it's one just of those a thing, characteristic. It's one of those things that we enjoy in a podcast, and it's something that we want to portray 
ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like we we didn't start this podcast to have a specific theme because we wanted to sort of just make it a thing, you know, just kind of enjoy ourselves and see where it goes. And yeah. And then, well, then, then all the dreams come into the picture and it's like, well, we already have this much done. You know, that's why it's like every time we say episode, this number, we're going to have video or this number, we're going to do this. You know, it's, it's just know every single time we say that it's a fucking lie. Yeah. We were so into this movie idea. Yeah. The movies hit the back burner. So, and we started fucking writing it. And we had like concepts down and like all this shit, and we just like fucking let Dude, it. Die. I think I saw a movie. It wasn't exactly like this, like what we were doing, like what our plans were, but it was very similar to like Airbnb and all that kind of all the different things that we had that we were aiming for. It was very similar. I cannot remember the name of it. That would probably be better to say. It was like it was like an it was like an indie style, but yeah. I, I think it was one of those like straight to. Netflix or straight to streaming. It Either seems way. like it's too good of an idea for it not to be a movie. Right. And or, or too basic of an idea, maybe. Oh, that reminds me, too. I don't know if I told you about this. There's this guy, Pony Smasher. <laughs> uh, that's his YouTube handle, but he's also the guy that directed, um, or he came up with the idea, or wrote the idea for the 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 Dark. Uh, it's like Afraid of the Dark, or what is it called? Damn it. It's like the one you probably know the scene I'm talking about. It's like she's looking into a room and it's light and there's nothing and she turns the light off and then there's something like a person standing there and she turns the light on and it's not there and she turns the lights off and it's closer. The Babadook? No, it's <clears throat> either way. It's Pony Smasher. Look him up. He does a lot of short films on his YouTube channel. Yeah, like just him and one lady. Yeah, uh, and it's really good stuff. That's cool. I um. As a fan of Vermin Supreme, I can't say that I, I endorse that guy's name. Oh yeah, uh, ponies for all, dude. Ponies you know, for all, yeah. you, you, smashing a pony is uh, is going to be a capital crime if I had to guess. <laughs> I think it's one of those usernames that he created forever ago like and as a kid. Didn't, didn't realize. <laughs> I don't know if he was a kid, but like it's just like all of those. You know, your your email can just be something ridiculous when you make it up, and then you're. You have to make a new one, or you just sound ridiculous whenever you use it professionally. I think Charlie had one. It was like Jonah's brother or something. Right. She was, like her first email. Mine was a. Uh, <clears throat> so I got an Android phone. Was my first phone, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like hardcore Android my entire life until probably about four years ago, and I was like, right, iPhones, let's go. Um, and I was that guy who, I don't know if I did it just to be a fucking contrarian, but like. All my friends had iPhones. I was like, fuck you. iPhones I, blow. I remember that because I, the first, <clears throat> like, I didn't get a smartphone until, like, 10th grade. And I I had the iPhone because I just, I, my, we just got iPhone. I don't know. It was just easy, whatever. That's the way to do it, dude. Right. And, uh, I don't know. Then I just remember it because you and Tyler were the yeah. same way. Well, what happened, right? And then right? you both got iPhones. Is what's funny. Tyler doesn't have an iPhone. Oh yeah, he doesn't anymore. So so here here's the deal, right? I thought he did. Oh, it was just you that got it. Though. Ever since Tyler and I have been friends, he he's always he's older than me, but like fucking copies me. He's older than you. Yeah, copies me constantly. He's older than you. Uh, when's when's his birthday? Like August or something. Uh, are you sure? No, no, it's in April. April. Yeah. My bad. I yeah. was thinking of the eight months. Yeah, he just had his birthday. So when is um, your birthday? Mine's in July. Okay, so not that much. No, but he's still older than me. You're the baby, man. Other yeah. than Jasper. Well, Jasper's a year younger than us, so. Well, he's not. He's 96. He's born in October. 
Oh, yeah. Well, Charlie's the baby. She was born two years yeah. after us. I just mean, when I'm thinking about Like the friend group. Yeah. Because Jack's the oldest. Yep. Noah, Noah and I, our birthdays are like right there with each other. Right. He's like a couple days older than me. Right. But anyway, any, yeah, this <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Nobody cares about <laughs> Yeah. Uh, only the people who are real friends with us care. But um, even then, they probably don't. But anyways, ever since I've known Tyler, he fucking copies me. Sure. Pissed, used to piss me off. Because right. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to get a Note 3. He's like, dude, I got a Note 3. <laughs> I was like, I've had this, you piece of shit. What the fuck? And then I'm like, I want my first tattoo to be a seraphim for four days. Like, dude, I yeah. want that too. I'm Did like, you say that to him? Yes, of course I said Because I've that only to him. ever heard that idea from him. Yes, because after I told him, he was like, oh, that's what I'm going to get too. We should yeah. get it together. And, well, guess what? He got it. I was you, like, you don't fuck have off, it. dude. No, but I got a four today tattoo before yeah. he did. And I have way more tattoos than him. Oh, okay. I'm a fucking badass, dude. Got a pissing contest. Here. Yeah, piss all over him. But I will say the one thing he stayed true to is a is an Android phone. I will yeah, give him that. He's stuck there. <clears throat> we'll give him that. I train. I changed over to iPhone, and he's Although, like, it's like absolutely not. See, the thing is, I'm in the boat where I just like iPhone because I'm uh I'm used to it. Yeah, and it's for sure. easy. And even even that, I'm not even that extravagant in what I need in a phone. You know, I don't. But like the uh, like. I've used an Android. My mom has always used Android and like with her, like I, they're like so much more capabilities and things, well, for sure. which I don't need, but it's yes. like, well, I see, I see like the need for it. And I'm like, ah, so I make the whole switch. So I, for, for the, for a long time, part of why, I, why I liked it is because you can go into developer mode on your Android phones and you can like change things about your phone. Right. And I was like, this is super cool. And at one point, I wanted to be a programmer of some sort. Right. So I was like, uh, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to work on it and stuff. Especially when I was living with um, <clears throat> my roommate in college. He was a he was going to school for programming. <clears throat> and he had an Android as well. And he always went to, like, the developer sections and, like, changed shit about his phone. I was like, dope. I was like, I like What's this. What's funny is, like, <laughs> it's such a crazy like intro to something that like 20 years ago or like even 20 years ago, but even before, well, before that, obviously 20 years ago, they didn't exist anyway, but even before that people became programmers, but a whole different way. Like it's such a different way to get into something Yeah, that is like, and even that it's just a product that it's basically like, if you're into it, it's like a training wheels style thing that you would be doing. For sure. And what's interesting is, you know, like now they've gotten to the point where you can get fucking apps that teach you how to code. That shit's insane. Right. Um, it's amazing. But uh, anyways, what the reason why I talked about, well, I was talking about Androids to begin with. Sure, yeah. My first email <laughs> that uh, I had to create oh, way back there. Okay. to create my, uh, my account for my phone, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have an email. So I don't want to make one. All right. My mom was like, here's an idea. So... <laughs> My aunt always called me Nickel Pickle, right? Uh-oh. Which is fucking gay. Like, <laughs> it's cute. Like, I, I appreciate her calling me that. It's nostalgic. It's definitely like a family pet name. Yes, it's nostalgic, you know, whatever. But um, I was like, I was like, I don't know what to make it as my, as my email account or whatever. And I was like, just do npickle13, because 13 was my favorite number, at gmail.com. I was like, dope, right? So I had that for a long time. Like, 
probably four years. And then when I went to college, I was like, I had my college email, so I didn't need any, I didn't need to make a new one. But then when I started getting, when I got a job at uh, working for my dad's company, I was like, oh fuck, I got to make like a real email. I don't want to look like a bitch. Right. So, so I was like, okay, well, let me do like my name. So I did nick.m.tucker13 at gmail.com. And now I regret that too just, because I'm like, it's too fucking long. You just also told everybody your email. I don't care. There's 10 people listening to this fucking podcast. Yeah. You might have. <coughs> we'll see in about a year. I've told them both emails. Yeah. Go ahead and spam go, them. I don't care. Blow them up. The only email sign, I, them up. sign them up for all the shit. The only email I use is my work email, so it doesn't matter. Um, oh, but it's sh- too long. Yeah, it's too long. I'm like. I have to fucking tell people my email sometimes. Right. I'm like, oh, it's too much. Well, that's like... It's too much. My first email, my my mom set up for me. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it was just because I got... <coughs> I had a desktop computer, just an old one, that like hand-me-down one. And my mom, like, we gave... She just gave me, like, an Earthlink email. And barely, I never used it. And then, after, like, then, like, when Facebook was becoming a thing... I was like, oh, I'm going to create a Facebook. And my mom was like, no. Like, she wasn't going to let me have a Facebook, right? Which is good. Good parenting, whatever. Especially I was like 12. Yeah. Um, But then finally she let me have a Facebook and my sister have a Facebook. She created a dump email. Oh, yeah. Like a, like a, I don't even know it anymore. Like, it's just shit, random, whatever. For you to use for Facebook? Yeah, just to plug into Facebook so I don't get anything tied back oh, to me. Actually, my first email was not that. My oh, first really? email was a Yahoo email. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I don't have access to anymore. Well, see, that's the thing. So, because I didn't know what the trash email was, um, and every time I logged in, I me- I knew it when I had to log in, but then like when I got an iPhone, I I got my mom had it written down and like I had it and I could able to log in. I had the app, whatever, great. Like no like maybe a year passes and i get like either i got a new phone or i got a system update and i had to log back in didn't know the email couldn't find it anywhere and then so then i didn't have a facebook for years yeah i had one i just couldn't get into it i had no idea how to do anything yep and then one day like updating my phone or something it said like oh use this one and then it just let me log in sick and i was like what that's weird. They just saved it somewhere. Like I don't know if it was an up, like a, a privacy update or something. They just like, oh, is this the email you use? Yeah. And like, because I guess I s- searched it with my name or something, and I was able to get in. But then, yeah, Might then have been I tied had this- to your phone number at that point. Maybe. Oh uh, yeah, that would make more sense. Either way, I uh, then yeah, about that time when I was getting jobs and stuff, I was like, oh yeah, I actually need a real email. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> my first email. I created it so I could play RuneScape. Dude, I yeah, I think I might have done the same thing for RuneScape and for Clubbing. <laughs> yeah, I um, but that might it, have been the trash one. But mine was super like simple, like it was weird. It was my uh, initials, and then like for some reason I picked just five random numbers that all just like all right. Yeah, and I, I I still use those numbers for some things. Well, sometimes like that, that's like when making a gamer tag or making an email. Uh, you know, the joke always is it's like uh nipple X, twist- X, yeah. well, something something well that too but i'm thinking X, of it's X. like nipple twisters 23 and it's like there was 22 other nipple twisters <laughs> yeah, before yeah. you got there yeah but 
but it, like usually it's not. It's just some random number that you. Well, like. Yeah, I think I think every person I've ever talked to, it's like it's either like a year or it's like a date or it's just like a number you like. Like yeah. you said, thirteen. Like it's never like somebody goes, all right, this one one, this one two. Yeah, you know, you don't. Like, it's always just everybody has every email. You just have to find, like, just go unique, something you'll remember. Yeah, I um, hope for the best. Speaking of all that, gamer tags. I mean, it's funny. I've gone through so many iterations of gamer tags, um, and it's always super cool. Or I say super cool, but I always find it really interesting when somebody has like an OG gamer tag. Mm-hmm. Which, for those that are not initiated into the gamer community, uh, OG means that it's like. Just like straight up Original a word, gangster, or straight up just a name, or just like with no numbers, no like symbols in it at all. It's just straight up like if I was to get Nick Tucker, just straight up. Yeah, which would be impossible now. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, it's but, like it's like uh, this guy, uh, you probably Ray Ray Narvaez, him getting Brown Man. Yeah, that's pretty good. As his as his gamer tag. Yeah, like year forever ago, and it's just a, like having it is. It was just the best thing that he could get. Yeah, I um, I know. Like I have, uh, I went first one was Abe Lincoln. Really? Yeah, because I got I had an Xbox and I got it and I was like, oh, I'm for sure gonna play a shit ton of Halo, right? <laughs> so if I get assassinated at the bottom, it says you assassinated Abe Lincoln. I thought that was the funniest shit in the world. So and it was A B three L one N K one N like Lincoln Park. It's like a great. fucking weirdo. Um and then I uh then when I was playing Modern Warfare two a lot, we had a uh, a clan. Right? Mm-hmm. So and you had to do all the so the so, name same thing? Yeah, which was Oitz. Oh yeah. O I T Z. Right. And we were actually were like as stupid as this sounds, right? Because oh, you can find Owitz names everywhere. Mm-hmm. We were like the like we had Owitz Gaming on YouTube. Wow. We were the only like Owitz clan, quote unquote. And we were—I swear to God—we were the first people to use Owitz like as now a gamer tag. Popular. Now it's pretty much everywhere, and I think it's just a like just something that not guess, necessarily us. And you don't have but, that gamer tag anymore, do you? Uh, my Xbox is. Uh, is, oh, oh okay. it's uh, well, and my PlayStation gamer tag is uh, is oh, it's still, but um, so I, I did. Then I also had some friends that all their names were DJ, like DJ something, right? Mm-hmm. Like DJ Sparky or DJ, I don't remember, but I was like, oh, it's DJ Dirty, <laughs> <laughs> which is so fucking gay thinking so, back. So, you, wait, that's what you you did? Yeah, my gamer tag was oh, it's DJ Dirty. Pretty baller. It, it was all just lowercase all the way across. Uh, no, so it's lowercase o, lowercase i, uppercase t, lowercase z, and then DJ <laughs> Dirty with capital for the uh, D's. Okay. Um, but I had a friend who was like, who was oh it's rainbows, and then he changed it to oh it's colorful, which was a fucking baller name. That was right. a good name. I like that name. Um, but I thought that. Was, he actually was fucking nuts. And there were some good videos of him doing some crazy shit that actually got some views. Does, um, does whoever had the YouTube channel still have it? Yeah, it's still up. Like, but they still run it? Like, oh, never, no, we, it's no longer a clan. Okay. So, but like, they still trick have shotting and stuff isn't really a thing anymore. Right. Um, but, like, if you look up, oh, it's DJ Dirty on, um, uh, on YouTube, there's a video, all one word, there's a video of mine. 
Yeah, that um, like a best of or like just one straight cut. Oh no, like it's it has nothing to do with that. That was just my YouTube name that I created. Um, rock paper balls, bro. Oh, you showed me that video. Thirteen thousand views. Wow, pretty proud of that. A lot of comments, a lot of haters. Be honest, a lot of haters saying <laughs> you know, these guys was, are gay, <laughs> touching each other's balls. That video was pretty. Uh, it showed your age. I'm like, fuck off, you shitheads. You're just mad because you can't get... I got 13,000 fucking views on a video of me smacking my friend's balls. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's pretty... Comments are turned off, though. I guess there's too much hate. Oh, yeah. After a certain amount of time, they probably were just like, this is not relevant anymore. Yeah. um, It was eight years ago, so... (laughs) Um, 13,000 views, so... Yeah, it's pretty good. That's Um, you, about 2,000 of them? No, no. (laughs) Probably like 10. Um, 10,000 of them? Yeah. I have, I have 15 subscribers. Actually, the name is... On, uh, that, on that YouTube? The name's just Nick Tucker now on there for some reason. Interesting. Well, maybe it's like creator, what you see versus what other people see. I did do a, Five years ago, I did a Black Ops 2 multiplayer live stream. Nice. Just six minutes long. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so... Um, uh, so I had Oates DJ Dirty, and then um, my friend had a really good idea... Um, because like Nico, right? Like my friends started calling me. Some of my friends started calling me Nico here and there, like just because that's not my name, and they thought it was funny. Sure. And they're like, "Dude, you should be like Nico Potamus." It's like Nico with hippopotamus. I was like, right, right. That's actually a pretty sick name. So, um, I think that my final gamer tag on Xbox was actually Nicopotamus. Um, how many how many times did you change your gamer tag? Four times Cause, probably. Because you have to pay for it after the first time, don't you? Yeah, so it, it was like ten bucks to do it. But I was a kid, Damn, man, and I didn't spend my money on gamer I didn't, I didn't spend my money on anything. You didn't have any money. <laughs> I had money. I mean, your allowance. I didn't get allowances. I just like your parents just threw money at you. Well, no, like I, if I did shit or like I would get like Xbox cards for uh, Christmas, shit like that. Okay. Um, you birthdays. You don't need the new game or the new skin. You just need to change well, your gamer tag. I just like, if I wanted a game at the time, I just asked my parents like, Hey, right. I want to get this game. And if they were feeling generous, they would buy it for me. Um, but really once I had like three games, those were the only three games that me and my right. friends played. So it didn't matter. Um, but we, uh, but then when I got my PlayStation, uh, at the time I was like, I'm not about to fucking pay $60 for a subscription to for oh, PSN. Right. So I was like, all right, every single email I own, I'm like, create one right. or create a, create an account. And then, uh, once the two weeks is up, create a new one. And then I lost the fucking login for the account that I made for Nicopotamus, which fucking hurts my heart. Right. Hurts my heart. Um, I figured it out more recently, but I'm like, I have all these trophies and like all the time played and all the games and all the, all this shit. I'm like, I'm not going to, not about to restart. Right. Um, so now I'm, Oh, it's Nico. So you didn't even do make a bottom. Like you didn't get it back or you uh, did get it back. Uh, so you can't change your name, but you can, you can't have dual, I guess. What do you mean? Like you can't have two accounts. I think, well, you can. I'm just not about to pay for it. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but what Call of Duty did that I thought was cool 
is uh, on Modern Warfare, uh, you get you get to pick your screen name. So it's just like, and it can be like repeats. So it's just Nico on Modern Warfare. Sweet. Yeah. But, uh, oh, it's Nico on PlayStation. If you guys want to hit me up, I don't play very much anymore. I'm more into league these days. Yeah. Yeah. You, you started playing it? Yeah, I did. Um, cause I know last time we talked about it, it was just about watching it. Which I still mainly just watch, but the like just this week I was like, oh, let me just play a little bit, right? Like, I mean, I've played here and there with my friend uh, more recently, but then I was like, I'm just gonna play by myself, see how it goes. I downloaded this app called Face Check, like F A C E C H E C K. Okay. Um, and what it is is uh, when you when you get into a game and you select your champion, it's connected to your league account. Mm-hmm. So when it open, so it'll open up as a side panel. And basically, you can push your runes and push your spells. And also, you can push the items that you need to purchase. So, they're all up on your screen when you're playing. So, this is all just... It's just a customizable feature well, it's, for the game. Yeah. And basically, when you're when you're choosing your character, you also have to create your loadout. So, like, if you're playing... And you do a counter pick, so you pick a champion that's good against the champion that's gonna be playing against you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to go through and change your rune page unless you already have the rune set up for it. So this is just an easy way to like. Basically, it has it presets. Okay, it has all these presets that are like the best in the world, right? And people, basically, it's just a ton of people who are like, "This is what I think is the best rune set," or "This is the most," and it actually taps into the databases around the world that track all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like. The, the these are the most picked runes these are the highest winning runes uh these are the runes that people use for different positions for the champions or whatever um so my first game playing using that i so there's five positions top mid bot uh support and then jungle mm-hmm. well the two positions that i play is top and jungle well um i set it up so that it was so Top is my first pick, and then jungle is my second. Uh, and basically, it's like it just randomly gives you one of those two, typically, or whichever two you pick. Um, and I fucking thought I was top. <laughs> I was actually jungle. Uh-oh. And when you jungle, you have to have different rune page <clears throat> because you need to have different abilities, and you also have to have uh, different items. Well, I fucking push a standard top build for a champion called Garen, and I was like. And then I didn't realize it until I started playing. I was like, damn it. Like, I've never used this app before. I just fucked up real bad. Well, I'm playing. And there's little creatures throughout the jungle that you kill to get XP as well as, like, different buffs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was dying to things you're not supposed to die to. Because you're just playing it completely wrong. Well, it's because, yeah, my character's not built to play it, to play that that position. So I'm like, okay, well, this is bad. Um... (laughs) And as I'm uh, going through, and I'm like, I die two times before I even meet a single person. Right. I'm like, this is bad. And then I look, and I realize, at some point I realize, I'm like, oh shit, I'm like four levels behind the other jungler. I'm like, I'm screwed. Uh, I look down at the chat, and people are just shit talking me. Like, bad. <laughs> and I cannot tell you, like... I had people talk shit to me over like a mic, stuff like that. Right. And usually people don't shit talk unless you're like, be, you're better than them. Right. <laughs> right. 
Well, in this case, I fucking sucked so bad that my team was pissed at me. And they're like, did you get booted? I didn't get booted. Um, but I cannot explain to you. Like the thought that went into typing those messages. Well, there's that, but it's like the feeling of just like dread of realizing how terrible I am <laughs> to have some random stranger and like telling me, Hey dude, you fucking suck. <laughs> like I've never felt this way when I get told I suck in a game ever. Right. You and I was just like, it off. yeah. And this fucking hurt me. I was right. like, damn dude. But the thing is you were doing it right. No, I know, but it doesn't matter. Because well, yeah, that's not how the game that. works. So they just, so they're like, our Garen is fucking inting, which inting is basically saying that I'm trolling. Like I'm just throwing the game. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, man, this sucks. And then like, I get killed and he's like, our Garen is a God. I'm like, different character or different player. It was like, our Garen's a God. I'm like, you sarcastic asshole. I'm like, fuck this. I turn off my computer. I'm like, I'm fucking done. Which that is the worst thing you can do as a teammate, right. and I feel like a dick for it. But that puts them four v five suspended or something. Yeah, I mean they probably all reported me, but I didn't play again until the next day anyway. So it's oh, usually okay. a timed suspension. Yeah, it's like you can't play for an for, hour. For, yeah, which I mean it didn't matter. I was going to bed, but I was like, I've never been so hurt <laughs> in a video game ever, and I cannot explain to you why. I cannot explain to you the feelings I was feeling. Because it is not a normal feeling to feel this way. And I uh, I was texting my friend that plays a lot. And I was like, man. I was like, it's one thing to like know you're playing like shit. And right. to be like concerned. And to be upset. So, but it is another to have another grown human being <laughs> tell you that you're a piece of shit. And you fucking suck at this game. He's right. like, he's like, yeah, it's pretty rough on League of Legends. <laughs> like, you're telling me, man. Jeez. Especially when you're playing with people that really take it seriously. Well, everybody who plays League of Legends takes it seriously. Right. For the most part. Jeez. Yeah, I um, I can't remember. It's the name of the show. So there's a Netflix documentary kind of series. It's not really a documentary, but it's just like, ep- like it's got like seven episodes. It's called Seven Days Out. Yeah. So each episode is about like an event and like what goes into the preparation for the event. Yeah. Um, Like the... F- there's one about like the like, week leading up. Yeah, basically. And like, there's one about like a fashion show, like the Chanel fashion show in Paris. And then there's another one about like the, the big dog show. Uh, oh yeah. You know, the Royal I, I Kennel Club. Yeah. Know. American Kennel Club or whatever. I can't remember what yeah, it's called. Not the Royal. It's name. American Kennel Club. Like yeah. Dog Association or something. Yeah. Whatever. They have that every year. And then there's, there's one about a restaurant opening or reopening. It's like one of the best restaurants in the world. Um, Hell's then Kitchen. The final episode. What did you say? Hell's Kitchen. Oh. No, um, the final episode's about um, what I I can't remember now because it's been a while, but it's like the North American League Championship, basically, to it's get into probably, like, the world stuff. Probably LCS. Yeah, I would I imagine. Like, it's like the, league, the that, league Championship Series or something. Yeah. It's something like that. Because I know, then I was getting into it because I was hearing like all this stuff about a split and stuff like that. And I don't know. I have no idea about any of it. But basically, it follows like a couple teams. Probably um, preparing. Yeah. And this is like basically, I think it was 2018. Yeah. 
Um, but it's just all the, I wish I'd watched this more recently, but it was just like about how much preparation and training they all do as a team. Yep. And like the one team was that guy, uh, Nate shot, right? Nate shot. He's a, he was Not a cult. Nate shot. Well, so Nate shot the was guy a, that owns huh. the company. Yeah. hundred thieves. Yeah. Nate shot. It was his, his team, their first time ever first being season. there. Yep. And then like the one lithium, I think was one of them. Liquid? Liquid, that's it. My team bad. Liquid. See, I don't yeah. know shit. And Liquid. Cloud Nine is another American team. Yeah. Well, Cloud Nine is the only is like the only team I know about. They weren't there. Like they, I guess they weren't doing league yet, or, or the, they, they were. Or they just they were they, good at that point. So, yeah, they had a shit. So uh, Cloud Nine has been kind of up and down. Like they were good and well, I, I they were decent, and then they were shit. Now, right? And now they actually have a. They had a good like shot. They at actually some point. participated in the World Championship. Yeah. But um. It's just crazy. Well, Worlds hasn't happened yet. Well, this year, I, I just in the past they've competed yeah. in World. Well, no, they're they're a good team. Uh, they're probably our best shot of the U.S. winning the Worlds this uh, this time around, if I remember correctly. I don't know if they're out or not, but Liquid fucking drop bad. Um, well, I was I was also reading because there was like a bunch of teams that have like folded and stuff like that, like that were in the show. Like the there's one team. The team, it's like an LA or the late, one of the Lakers, retired Lakers players, like bought a team or changed, like got a team. I can't remember what the name was. I don't know. But they folded like a couple years ago, like almost immediately after this 2018 or whatever. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but yeah, it's just pretty crazy with all that. But then, like, yeah, all of them, like, I want to say it was liquid. Um, but yeah, like, they're all a lot, like, from Korea and from, all different places in the world. And it's just nuts to see how they all come to one place to be the best. And, uh, like they were going to the hotel room. Right. And of course they got like the nicest shit. Cause this is all paid for by the team and all that. And like, they were in Miami and there's just, they have like this penthouse suite and they're looking out at the beach and they're like, all right, now I get to look at the thing that I'm not going to go do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here on my computer and practice. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a um, it's a very interesting thing, and I want to call it a sport because it kind of is like the amount it's of training sports, and yeah. dedication that's required for it, and like they actually have to follow like rigorous diets and things like that, right? Like they have to stay healthy. You wouldn't think so by looking you know, at that, some of the players, like G fuel or whatever. Yeah, you got to chug your G fuel. You get a Red Bull. No, G fuel is all you need. <laughs> Use code PewDiePie. At checkout, ten percent off. Oh, that what it is. Uh, and get the PewDiePie flavor. He's yeah. a flavor. Yeah, he does. What? He's one of like their biggest promoters. That's crazy. Yeah, um, he has his own like G Fuel shakers too. Wow. Like he's got. Oh, speaking of, I just bought some more PewDiePie merch. Really? <laughs> yeah, I bought a shirt. You already got it? No, I haven't got it. I I got one before we went to Japan. Oh, okay. I bought a shirt. Um, which uh, love the shirt. It's awesome. Uh, it's his hundred mil uh, shirt. Um, but then I just bought one. He has this running joke going right now called floor, it's floor gang is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, because he ordered a desk and he lives in the UK and obviously like shipping was weird for a while. Right. So he ordered it like three months ago at this point, but, um, it, so he was playing on the floor. Right, he was like recording on the floor. He didn't have his old desk. No, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they moved or something. I guess it was more funny to be well, on the floor. Yeah, and now it's like a running joke, floor gang. And um, there's like old videos of him. So he went back and he's hit. Ten, he just hit ten years, right? Right. 
um, on YouTube of consistent uploads, or relatively consistent. Um, but he was watching some old videos, and one of them he was actually on the floor recording. And he's like, he's like, see that consistently floor gang. <laughs> Yeah, told you. I've always floor been floor gang since he's like 2010. He's like, I've always been floor gang, which is funny. And he made a shirt that actually looks pretty sick, but it's um, it's basically just like a stick figure laying down on the earth while the earth is on fire behind him, uh-huh. and it says consistently floor gang. And he always makes this joke. He says ceiling gang, uh, cringe, <laughs> right? So, and um, That's and the, and underneath it, it says ceiling gang cringe backwards for some reason. But then on the sleeve, it says consistently floor gang, which is pretty cool. Oh, it's a long sleeve, too. Oh, yeah. I, How I much was this shirt, if you don't mind me asking? It was like $40. $40, man. Worth it, dude. Worth dude, it. he's making a killing in merch. Well, that's like all the money that he makes is off merch, really. I mean, yeah. YouTube ads, you can only make so much. Like, he probably gets, I mean, he probably gets more than we make in two weeks yeah, well, yeah. On, on his AdSense. When you have that but, many fucking consistent views but also he get i mean he has the endorsements like he he sells a fucking 300 dollars chair i almost said share because that's how he says it um sure yeah um but he's been making jokes about that too about he's like like a gaming chair yeah it's a gaming chair that's like his design so he has a a um a logo no it's not i mean it has like the bro fist logo i think on it but Mm. it's a um God, it's like a color design. I don't know what you'd call that. Um, but it's like a wave pattern. Pattern. Okay. pattern. Yes, his okay. like own pattern that he has on a bunch of his shit or whatever. Okay. But it's like red with black like wavy lines through it. Hmm. Um, and people, like big fans of his, will like do fan arts. And it's always got that in the background or stuff like that, whatever. But um, the chair is red and black with that wave pattern um, on certain parts of it. And then he has a hundred mil version of it, but it's like, it's either three hundred. It's like three hundred ninety nine dollars, right? Right. And he said, uh, like as a joke, because he he always says, I I don't like the idea of pressuring my my fans into buying shit. He said, but if you don't buy it, and you're like like fake gun and point at him with his fingers. I wonder how many he he sold. Probably a ton. Um, God. But he um he does. Well, so it's in collaboration with an actual like company yeah. that makes chairs. Um, so he probably doesn't get most of that because their chairs actually cost that much. Yeah, but normally. Um, well, I wonder if he, so he, he probably gets some. Well, out he, of it. he definitely gets something out of it. I mean, that'd be stupid for him not to. But he, um, but he jokes and he says, "Only true." Fl-, he said, "Only true floor gang members buy the chair." Just to sit to the side and sit on the floor. <laughs> to be on the floor to look at. It's pretty funny. Um but yeah, it's a he he's a fucking like just over the years of developing this really passionate fan base, he doesn't even have to promote his shit that hard. He does a drop and then it's all sold out. Pretty much. And like I wasn't gonna buy the shirt because I was like, well, you know, I want to, but also like, I don't know, do I need it? No. Right. I'm like, it's like it's whatever. Uh... And then I see the timer down at the bottom of the webpage and it says Last chance to buy it's May 18th. I was like, fuck me. Like, I'm buying it. <laughs> that's how they, that's, that's a total, uh, whatever you call it, sales technique. I've done a lot of research on marketing and online stores and things of that nature in the past. Right. And that is always one of the biggest things that they say is you put a fucking timer clock on that website it's... that repeats every day. It just starts over. You give it a 24 hour countdown and say, this deal only lasts for 24 hours. Yeah. 
it's, and it, it so fucking works. It's the same way as like any kind of merch drop that many bands or YouTubers or whoever does. They're like, this is this edition of this thing. There's only X amount. Yeah. And it's only going to be available till this date. And well, it's a rarity. You have to buy involved it. in it. And people feel like if I don't get it, then yeah, I'm missing out. There's just like a, a mental value. Yeah. That they can just, they can charge a hundred dollars a shirt and people will buy it. Yeah. I mean, they, um, uh, speaking of that, I mean, of limited time merch, fucking fit for a king and we came as Romans is doing a crossover. Right. Like, yeah. Thing, you sent that to me. Which is super cool. Like the shirts are awesome. And they're doing like, they're not doing new songs, but they're like, they're releasing their on each other's songs. They're probably yeah. I, I would imagine that's probably what this is for. Is that they're getting ready to do like a cross or a collaboration album or just like a Maybe. a split vinyl sort of That'd thing. Cool. Um, but I mean, they're also re-releasing some of their limited release vinyls and things of that nature. But their shirts, like, there's not even anything that special about them. They just kind of merge their logos, mm-hmm. which looks sick. Right. Um, and then they also are doing um. Like the backs of the shirts just say, We came as Romans fit for a king. Yeah, and then it's just simple. like some like metal looking right. like, L- like picture design on the back. And I'm like, that's super simple. Yeah. But they're two very popular bands that have crazy fan base. We right. came as Romans just came off a fucking tragedy last year right. where their lead singer fucking overdosed on heroin and died. Right. So like not saying that they're using that, but like, you know, the fan base is stronger than ever probably. And they're, I mean, they're marketing really well. It's super cool. I really like the shirt design. It's cool, but PewDiePie is more important to me. <laughs> he deserves my money more. Uh, did you hear the thing? So all these tours, right? Just getting canceled and stuff. And like before news became like pe- before people knew, like oh it's it's going to be a while before shit yeah. happens cuz Fifer King put out like they have immediately had the tour then they postponed the tour and now they're canceling the tour yeah and like they got so much shit for that and what it was like well, they didn't know yeah, like, I mean, nobody knew this was going to happen like nobody knew the like literally all touring events like that are going to probably not happen for another like till next year if not longer probably and yeah, because just through the fall, like it's supposed to get with the flu and all the second wave craziness and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna like I saw something that was, um, I mean, this was a while ago, but that was basically like one of the last things that's gonna people predicting that one of the last things that's going to come back is going to be events like that like, because they're all extremely close quarters. Yeah, well, you gotta pack people in tight. It's also just unfortunately. Hits that unnecessary level of group. Uh, yes, like like relatively speaking. Like yeah. and but and then even to that, like the most necessary of the bunch. I mean, what a grocery store. Yeah, you know, have a show at a grocery store. <laughs> at a fucking Denny's, bro. Yeah. What the fuck is up, Denny's? Jeez. Yeah, but I um, I don't know. It sucks. Because I don't want that to be the case, but that's definitely going to be the case. I mean, I there's already some venues and stuff that are reopening for comedy specials and or for people to do comedy. Right. But the thing is with that is it's a sitting room, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like a concert where the only venues that have seating are massive venues. Right. Like any show that we go to does not have enough space or even seats 
to sit people six feet apart. Well, that's yeah, that's what sucks too. Because even if they do open up and they do like, okay, we're going to make sure that every person in this like half cap half capacity or yeah. less, and everybody's meeting all the requirements. Like the the person performing that's that's kind of making the fucking money show off of it. You know, it's like it changes the whole dynamic. Well, it's not worth. It's not worth it for the bands, that's for sure. Right. Um, because they're going to be spending more money on travel than they're going to even come close to making. Right. Like, most bands don't even make money on on the tours themselves. They make money on the merch sales while they're on tour. And if you don't have enough people to buy merch, then you're not going to make the money that you need to sustain the band for the time being between yeah. tours. And then also, you're not selling enough tickets, for especially if you're on a record label, to actually make back the money that the album cost because right. usually what it is right is that the um like a typical record deal is usually they essentially loan you money up front like here's right. money to record your album you just got to pay us back yeah, here's so a, here's a recording deal and here's the distribution deal and here's the marketing deal. yeah so basically they they pay for all that stuff up front for you and then all your album sales and then all your ticket sales essentially go towards right paying that back and like bands like for or fit for a king they he's actually explained this before and i think it might have been on a music mentors thing that i did but he said you know because i think he did a business podcast or a business right webinar, behind the scenes type whatever. and he was talking about how you know like we like they um like the money that it costs for him to record the album essentially their pre-sales off of their last album was enough to cover all of it. And then after that, it was basically just enough money to maintain their their band yeah. so they don't have to work and then they can continue to make music um, as well as touring. But obviously still, um, the record label pays for the shirts up front so they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you're, so you're paying them back for the shirt cost as well as a percentage of the shirt cost typically. Um, I don't know if they're still on a record label, but this is what um, at least one of their major albums. This is how it went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also they get a certain percentage of ticket sales, um, which fucking blows. But right. basically all the money that they make on the albums post um, paying back all that is for them. Right. As well as any money that's left over from the merch uh, after the cut is taken. So it's kind of like, you know, that's why DIY bands, um, really struggle at the beginning mm-hmm. um but then prosper they they tend to prosper because everything that they, they make do it right yeah everything that they make is for them right and that's sort of like the band left to suffer right, right. like up front they probably were slumming it bad mm-hmm. like obviously still they they work uh, obviously i mean um but they have a team of people that are at the mass grade that they obviously pay because they do promotion for them. And then they also help them form game plans and they have expertise in the, in the industry. Mm-hmm. So they understand. So basically they're paying them for them teaching them as well as things of that nature. Well, they also are, um, I don't know how it works for their merch, but a lot of their merch that they're doing is like pre-sale shit. So they're like, Hey, 
Um, so not even so like, as they so as people order the shirts, yeah, they're not making the shirts and then selling them. Yeah, people. like not taking out a, a two thousand dollar loan to print a bunch of shirts and not sell. Yes, half of them. So which that's what PewDiePie does. Mm-hmm. That's what Represent is. So they haven't even printed the shirts that I bought yet. Right. So what they do is they do all the pre-orders and they ship out on June third. Mm-hmm. So which is smart. Some money no, saving to absolutely. Me. And Charlie and I are talking about making like a Shopify store that's like that. Oh yeah, yeah, we need to do that. It's good that we we circled to that because I was I've totally forgot about that. Yeah, I mean Charlie, I mean we're thinking about doing something sort of on the same model, just because you know it's something fun to do. It doesn't cost us any money up front, right? Just like oh, you know, even if we make like fifty bucks, it's something. You know? It's fifty bucks that you wouldn't have made before. Yeah, and I think that that's uh. And Charlie's creative enough with like design, and she's girly enough, and also like hip yeah, she's, enough. She's also, you know, trendy. Yeah, she knows what's going on. Yeah. So what you do on Shopify, there's you monetize. There's that. essentially <laughs> a build in, like a, a app that you can build into your website. That's a, um, basically you don't print the shirts. Mm-hmm. What you do, it's a third party that charges you a certain amount plus shipping. Right. So what you do is you say. Free shipping, but then if the shirt costs eight dollars and it's three dollars shipping, what you do is you basically just bump it up to fifteen or twenty bucks, and then you, everything on top of that is money towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the website—if you just get a basic website that has two admins, which we don't even need, just one email probably—it's um, like twenty bucks. Yeah. So anything you make over twenty bucks of profit, you keep. And um, I think that's something that we're interested in doing. Can be a good way to get merch going for us. That's true. Yeah, we'll have a chip tooth podcast section. Yeah, or just store. like a chip tooth podcast by whatever company you decide to start. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, but maybe we'll have merch, guys. How about that? That'd be fun. That'd be cool. I mean, it's basically no skin off our back if you guys don't buy any in the grand scheme of things. Well, yeah. because it's. We're not buying a shit ton of shirts like we do with the Life We Bury. Yeah. Life We Bury, that was a big mistake we made. I have like 300 shirts sitting somewhere. Right. I don't know where, but I have them. You should start wearing them. Just like one every my, day. My dad wears them. Just a different one every day, you know? Well, no. What if somebody like that, yeah. the one person that listened it. to us in the UK that might just get nostalgic one day and be like, hey, man, whatever happened to the shirts? You should put them up on the website. Be like, hey, pre-made ones will send to you immediately. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, nah, dude, we could totally do it. We could do like those white ones and like bleach them, kind of like how everybody's doing. White ones, yeah, not or the black. You know ones? what I mean? Black or white, whatever. You do that kind of like old school Tie-dye. Metallica looking. Oh, where you fake vintage? Yeah, you, know? you do yeah. that to them. People buy them right up. Oh yeah, possibly. I mean, my dad still wears them. Charlie's mom wears them. Um, I have, I have the old old one. I have the first. The, you, the, want, you want new ones? Maybe I'll see if I can. Find I don't. Them. I don't have any of the fancy like hourglass ones. Yeah, I just you have, have the, the the TLWB. Yeah, I have the merged letters. The one that Nick made. The you know Nicholas made. Yeah, and uh, but I'm still so proud of that fucking logo, dude. What the one that he made? No, uh, the one that we made. We were sitting down just drawing shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the hourglass. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's it. Was definitely a weird. 
I liked it so I much that I got it permanently on my skin. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing it's on a gravestone. <laughs> yeah, well, that's something that I found that I'm cool with for sure. Yeah. Love this tattoo. It's one of my favorite tattoos I have. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty just such an original idea. Think so? Well, you know, as far as an hour, a broken hourglass goes, but, you know, like, with the thing coming out, like, you know what I mean, you're looking at it. Yeah. It's pretty, uh... The, the graves, uh, you guys can't see it, but it's an hourglass. There's a picture with a, of it, I'm sure, on your Instagram or something. Yeah, there's an hourglass. It's oh shit with a broken section that has the sand coming out with a gravestone in it, and it has our band logo in it. And Sweet. my whole explanation behind it was, you know, he's got to let the past die. He's got to mm. bury the past. Mm. It's the life we bury. Right. You bury what's behind you, and you live for the now and for the future. I should get a tattoo where it's like... It's an hourglass, but it's like a tornado at the top. So, like, it's sand is rushing back into it. <laughs> Just living in the past. <laughs> yeah. Live in the past. Yeah. Um, it's one of my... F- I feel like it's one of my few tattoos that doesn't have a fucking banner wrapped around it. With just, like, saying name or words, I mean. Yeah. Well, I say that, and then none of my more recent tattoos have it, so... Yeah, but those are more... Re- like, out of that one, you my know, arm, and your yeah. older ones. That's one thing. You still got, so you just are you on a on a schedule for your tattoos? No. Or you just kind of do them as you think of them. Just I don't even. Or you just you just go to Cody and he just does them. Yeah, I mean like the the Reaper that I have that I got on my arm more recently. I was just like, hey dude, I want to get a Reaper. He's like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and he drew it, and I was like, yeah, I don't really love the design. I was like I was thinking more like this, and he's like, okay, cool, yeah, and then did it, and yeah. Um, and then sweet. I saw the tattoo idea that he drew for me. Mm-hmm. On somebody else, I was like, "LOL." That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, oh, the the original one. Yeah, the original one. I was like, "That's oh, funny." funny. Um, I bet he just when he comes up, he just puts it up on the wall, right? Uh, usually doesn't put it on the wall. They don't do that. It's just he probably he has friends like me that they're just like, "Hey, dude, like, what do you want to do?" All right. And then he'll be like, just "Oh, well, I drew this super person of personable, I guess." I don't yeah, know. and he's like, "Oh, you know, like I drew this uh, recently." And you want to do it and to be like, yeah, sure. Um, uh, but I, I need to finish my fucking arm. I'm just so scared. Just fill it out. I'm just scared, dude. It's pretty filled out right now. I mean, but, sure. You got the, what is it? The, the elbow, but that the worst that parts, about? the parts that I have left are the worst parts. Hmm. I mean, I've got the fucking directly back part just of my that, arm. That it's like a tricep. section a small little section on the back of my arm and then the ditch of my elbow and then the hard part of my elbow which are the most painful parts of the arm and i don't want to do it i don't fucking want to do it have you ever did you ever do the numbing stuff yeah but you can only do it after the lines are done oh, okay now what i will say is i didn't know that lidocaine like i knew what lidocaine was obviously i knew it existed but i did right. not know that they have a lidocaine spray that some tattoo artists use well, um, Cody, once he bought the shop, he's like, when I got some tattoos from him or whatever, he was like, hey, dude, I've got this spray. You want it? Mm-hmm. I was like, sure. Like, I'll just see what it's all about. And he sprays it on me and lets it sit for 10 minutes after he did the line work. And then I can't feel anything. I don't even realize he's tattooing me. And I'm like, you've been fucking holding out on me, dude. Like, this is a game changer. Right. Like, the shading, you don't feel it at all. Um, but then as it starts wearing off, I don't know why this is, 
But when they're wiping it with the towel, Stings. it's the worst fucking feeling ever. I don't know if it's just because there's like a certain part of your skin that's starting to not be numb anymore. Mm-hmm. And it just like heightens the pain. Yeah. But, um, it's the worst. It literally feels like sandpaper just dragging across your skin yeah, over see, and over again. That's what I've been talking about because uh, Jasper's girlfriend, Angelica, just got a tattoo from Cody. And she did that. And... I was just thinking, like, I don't know if I'd want to do that because I don't have any tattoos. And trust I, me, you want to do it. Well, I feel like, yeah, I'd say for your first one, don't just so you know the difference. Yeah, that's exactly that's what I'm thinking. Because one, beautiful one, I don't know what a tattoo is gonna feel like. Yeah, you know, I can imagine all I want, and people can tell me, but obviously, I don't know what I'm gonna feel. Because I'd like to believe I have a reasonably high pain tolerance anyway mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm already like thinking of a buffer where i'm gonna be like, oh i'll be all right but you know i don't know there's so certain like, parts you will for sure be okay and then there are parts that you're gonna make you want to cry like a little baby yeah i can't imagine like i i can handle like all the tattoos i've gotten for the most part i've been fine Charlie will tell you otherwise because she likes to make me seem like a bitch because <laughs> um, i am for the most part but like there's a lot of tattoos that i've gotten that i honestly could have slept through um, but then there's some man, like the inside of my arm that's like right up into my armpit. Mm-hmm. I felt that shit in my balls and my forehead. Jesus, like that was the fucking worst the feeling. Nerve endings. <laughs> yes, dude. It's like it hurt so bad that my brain didn't know where the pain was coming from. It was like the two parts that are the most that need to be protected the most are the ones that are hurt. <laughs> like my fucking nuts felt like they're getting stabbed, and then my Jeez. forehead. It's the weirdest thing, but it fucking sucked yeah but then like my leg so here's a funny thing about me okay Um, so i've had this issue where like if i stand up too fast right like i can pass out and it's happened to me a handful of times um well i assume that that has something to do after all my in-depth research uh checking fucking webmd like what it means right um i have uh what's it called I probably have a low blood pressure issue where my mm-hmm. blood pressure just like drops out or will bottom out sometimes. Right. Um, so when I first started getting tattoos, I wasn't eating particularly much just regularly. Well, uh, I'd be sitting down getting a tattoo and I would almost fucking pass out. And even when I eat before I go get a tattoo, I will fucking pass out if I'm sitting up. So luckily mm-hmm. Cody was like, hey, dude, I like to tattoo people laying down. So I haven't had the issue. Right. But I know for a fact that if I'm sitting up, I'm going to pass out or get close to it every single time. Hmm. And that shit bothers me so much because I'm like, I feel like I'm being a bitch. And I know it's not something I can control. And it's not like a pain thing per se because if I'm laying down, it doesn't happen. But it's 100% like my body just shutting down due to a foreign needle being inside my because it happened to me when i when i tore my acl and they drained the fluid from my knee mm-hmm. when they put that needle in there which was a big ass needle like i was fine and then i start walking around and the nurse was like hey are you okay i'm like yeah i think i'm okay and she's like well you look green and you're sweating i'm like yeah i should probably go lay down so like i'm on crutches like hobbling my way back to the room as I'm laying down, I see the tunnel fucking closing. Ugh. I'm like, oh, Jesus. And then, uh, luckily, I laid down at perfect time, 
And like the tunnel, smaller, 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 open. I was like, oh gosh. It's like a video game. And I'm like sweating. You're like underwater for too long. Yeah, I'm like pouring sweat. I'm like, oh gosh. And um, I mean, anytime I've ever passed out, but it's it's the weirdest feeling ever. It it almost feels like getting high. Right. It's like you you ever hear about like how kids would do that shit, like make themselves intentionally like black out. Yeah, because it gives you like a rush or whatever. Like you lean up against the wall or whatever, and you push on your chest as you exhale, or something like that. I don't know. I've never so done it. Some weird thing that'll yeah. fuck up your heart. Yeah. Well, I will. Uh, so like, if I'm crouched for a while and I haven't eaten enough, I'll just be I'll be crouched forever, and then if I take a breath when I stand up, like I'll start to see it closing. Well, there was one time. Well, actually, every time that's ever happened to me, I like will put my hand on something to catch myself because I can tell like I'm starting to get a little wobbly, mm-hmm. and then the tunnel just slowly closes. And then, like, I remember the feeling of falling, but not, like, it hurting. Right. And then I'll just, like, wake up a second later, like, I'm in a fucking bush, or I'm on the ground, and, like, Jesus. lucky I didn't bash my head open. Right. Yeah, because that can be real bad. Yeah, well, there was Break one... your head open. There was one time that that was with Charlie and her aunt, mm-hmm. like, outside of her aunt's house. And, like, I crouched down, and I stood up, and then, like, I started to feel it, so I put my hand on on our car and then I, I remember taking a couple steps and then like kind of feeling myself like fall like fall into something like i don't remember it obviously because i fucking blacked out i wake up i'm in a fucking like rose bush covered in thorns and i'm just like fucked up like scratched up pretty good Oof. um and charlie and her aunt said that they saw me like take a weird step and then my legs were above my head i'm like for real because I don't nice. remember any of that. Right. Like, I woke up, and Charlie's like, oh, my God, are you okay? I was like, did I just pass out? She was like, I don't know. I guess so. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> like, it happens. <laughs> like, like it's a fucking normal thing. I'm like, oh, did I just pass out? And Charlie's like, that's not okay. You yeah, should go to the doctor. I'm like, nah. I'm really wondering, because you think it's just blood, blood pressure. But then you say, like, when you don't eat, so maybe it has to do with your blood sugar. Which blood sugar affects blood pressure as well. Which, there's a thing, right? So, my cousin has something similar. Um, mm. But her doctor said, uh, you know, it's fine. You know, it's not, like, detrimental if every now and then you stand up and, like, you get, like, the head rush and you, like, kind of lose your vision for a second or whatever. Like, that's right. fine. But when it gets to the point where you're starting to pass out, that could possibly mean that you're damaging your, your like your um organs because right. the blood pressure is so low and i was like nah <laughs> Maybe when I, yeah that might be I, worth looking into i increased my sodium intake it doesn't happen to me anymore really okay. um i mean i'll have the occasional like stand up and get woozy but i don't i haven't blacked out in probably close to a year at this point <laughs> that you know of well i know of because i always wake up on the floor trust me i know but like there was one time that I was at work and I stood up and I had a hard hat on and I remember like, ah, fuck. And then like I wake up hard hats across the fucking courtyard. I'm on the ground and I remember hitting my head on the ground and hearing the hard hat. So the hard hat kind of saved my ass. Yeah. Yeah. So I hit it that damn hard. Well, I didn't hit it. I don't think it was that hard. Cause like I tend to like kind of control my fall to some extent. Cause like I lose some control of my limbs, but also I'm like, it's not like a, but also I'm starting to like get down because like I can feel it happening usually. Right. Um, but that's like one of those things that if my boss was to see it, or like if any of the people on the job site were to see it, 
like that's that's like gotta I gotta go home or I gotta go to the doctor. They've gotta report it as an incident, stuff like that. Right. Which luckily that's never happened because uh, I'm a fucking pro at right. nobody seeing anything. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, but damn, one bad fall and nobody saw it. You know, you'd be in trouble. Yeah, you know, whatever. Well, that's good that you're better now. Relatively. I mean, I haven't had any, like, fits in a long time, as I'd like to call them. Fits. Blackout fits. Gotcha. I wear a lot of black outfits, but I haven't had a lot of black outfits. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We can wrap this one up, I think. Cool. Yeah. Oh, um, we didn't say anything yet, but um, got some big news. Yeah. Can I break it? Uh, if you can be the one break it. Ben finally got AIDS. It's beautiful. Wow. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Wow. Natalie's, I'm joking, dude. I'm joking. Yeah, Natalie's well, pregnant. Oh Jesus Yay. Christ! <laughs> I was gonna go with the joke with the AIDS, and then you fucking dropped pregnant. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Yeah, we got a dog. Yeah, dude. It's named AIDS, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He just finally decided to nut up or shut up. And you nut up. Yeah, it's funny because it's like, I guess I had, because you would like ask me when you first saw it, I was like, how, what made you do this? And literally for the past month, I've been looking at dogs online. And I like the, there's a humane society around here that I've just been following on Facebook. And for those who don't know, it's it's a little hard to get a dog sometimes out of a humane society because you got to hit all the perfect spots. And that's good for good reason. Yeah. But I just had no luck. First dog I wanted got adopted immediately. Second dog, they just haven't told me anything. So I went to the pound, essentially. It's like an animal shelter. And 50 bucks in and out. Pretty baller. Yeah, for a puppy, too. It's yeah. a pretty nice little puppy. It's a lot easier than that was Charlie and I went too. through. Uh, well, yeah, I can't. Yeah, you guys had a lot more. Yeah. Like, that's probably what I would have went through. But with this, it was just figured it out and got lucky that there was a dog we liked. Yeah. For but sure. uh, it was just walking in there. Oh, God. Because they just, they're nonchalant. Because, of course, in times of uh, corona, they got to check us in and scan us for our shit. You know, make sure we're not sick. Temperature. Yeah. But then we walk in. Everybody's cool. They're just like, yeah, walk right in there. Yeah. You walk back there. And it's just <laughs> like 50 kennels on each side and a huge corridor. Yeah, dogs. Yeah. You can't even hear yourself think of how many dogs are barking. And we saw immediately the dog we want. I'm like, well, what do we do? And then I walked down, and I had to turn around and come back because I was like, I couldn't even start looking because I would have came home with four dogs. Yep, it was just it was so hard, and even the the guilt of getting a puppy versus you know getting an older dog, it's all hitting me. I'm glad we got the dog we got. I have no guilt about getting a puppy over an older dog. Yeah, it's just it's it's rough though. Do you think <laughs> rough? But uh, it's just like thinking about those dogs that probably won't go anywhere. Yeah. And it's it sucks. There was fortunately it was a busy day for them. I think because we saw like three, like well more than that, like ten people going in and out with dogs. Yeah. So well, a they, lot of dogs are getting rescued. Well, and you know that every dog in that in your puppy's litter is already gone. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. Yeah, the puppies. If we didn't get her when we did, it'd already be gone. Yep. Yep. But uh, it's a big step for you and Natalie. Now you guys can't get divorced, and that's great. Right. Yeah. Now we got. I got a way to tie her down. Now you guys have to get married. Yep. There you go. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. It's obviously brand new right now. I'm sure I can regale you with stories in the in the coming weeks, but yeah, for sure. For right now, it's very new. Yeah, uh, 
it was so like this is such a momentous occasion that Charlie came. Oh, she yeah. hasn't been here in a long time. Is she good to see firsthand what happens when you come over? And we record about two hours later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we got there like we got here at like seven thirty, right? And we didn't start recording until like nine thirty, right? And we're at an hour now, and it's ten thirty eight, <laughs> or it's an hour and seven minutes, and it's ten thirty eight. So, um, also a special occasion, but uh, either way, yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm excited for you guys. You're gonna love it. It's fun. Yeah, it's I'm a pain ready, in the ass I'm ready at first. To pick up shit for a while. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass at first. But you're you, gonna put you the work in, it. and then it pay off. I imagine. Hopefully, it happens. I mean, I've had puppies before. So, I know you have. So, I mean, this is just now my puppy versus like my family's puppy. Essentially, what we have learned is, if you want Ben to get something, just gotta put it in his face a little bit, and then he gets real interested, and then he um, does a ton of research, and then. Decides he's just going to buy something. Yeah, it's funny how much planning goes into something, and then when it's the day of, it just has to be like a bomb going off. Yeah, well, like... like with no warning. Like with fish. Oh, yeah. You, like, just got interested out of nowhere, started doing a shit ton of research. Well, that's the other thing. I had fish before, you know, and then I yeah. was, like, really into it. Yeah. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. Three now, fish tanks. And then, uh... Yeah, with the dog, though, like, there's only so much planning you can do. Because you yeah. don't know what kind of dog you're going to get. Well, and then the once you get the dog, then you have to buy kennel. You have to buy a shit ton of toys, food, bowls, mm-hmm. um, start taking them to the vet. Like right. everything all at once. And it's yep. a lot. It's an expensive upfront cost. And it's expensive for the rest of your life. Or the rest of its life. Yeah, we just kind of hope she doesn't have any diseases. Yep. So that'll be a problem. Yeah. You work through it. Yeah, <laughs> figure it out. I uh I got to witness uh, firsthand. Um, this is real morbid. Dog on, disease? What? <laughs> well, this, this is pretty morbid on considering the fact you just got a puppy, and I don't want to scare you. But um, Charlie and I had been dating for two years, mm-hmm. and she was living with her aunt. Uh, her aunt's girlfriend had this dog, that um, sweet dog. She was like five years old. Uh, just randomly one day is out. Like in the backyard, like hiding, kind of looking, not doing so well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we call her, we're like, hey, you know, she's not doing so hot. Like, we don't know. What do you want to do? She's like, all right, well, I'm almost home. We'll just take her to the hospital or to the animal vet or animal hospital or whatever. Sure, yeah. So <clears throat> we go. So Charlie's like, well, I'm going to go with her. I don't want her to go by herself. And I'm like, okay, well, we're hanging out. So I'm just going to go with you. Right. Um, well, fucking go. The worst time for me to decide to be chivalrous and be like, oh, well, I don't want you to go by it for just two of you guys to go. Fuck, she has like internal bleeding and it's like oh, super no. bad. And they're like, yeah, we can do exploratory surgery, but we can't guarantee anything. Like odds are we probably can't fix it. So <laughs> so she had to put down her dog. And you got to be that there. I've barely know like I barely know these people in the grand scheme of things. Like I know them relatively well because I knew Charlie, but right. But at I'm, this time it was just like a girl you've been dating for a while. Yeah, and it's like she's been living with her aunt and her aunt's girlfriend for fuck for like six months. So I've been like around them a lot those six months, but also it's been like six months. So like she's calling everybody, you guys gotta come down and say goodbye. Calls her daughter, you gotta come down and say goodbye. Call and then Charlie's grandparents come. It's like this whole thing. Oh, I'm gosh. seeing like grown men cry. 
I'm seeing. So uh, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, fuck. I start crying. Charlie's like, you don't have to be in here if you don't want. She's like, I know it's hard. And Charlie's bawling her eyes out. I'm like, fuck, this is terrible. Yeah, you got to be there and be like, I'm here for you. Well, and I'm crying because I'm like, I can't fucking not cry while everybody else yeah. is crying. Like, I'm watching Charlie yeah, cry. I'm like, this is fucking me up. Like, so I'm crying about a dog that I know like semi well because I've been around her a little bit. But it's like, what am I like? What is happening? Like, right. I'm like, I cannot believe that this is happening. I'm glad I went because, right. like, I stupid as it sounds, obviously tragedy brings people together in some way. Yeah. Like, I got to be there for Charlie at the time and I got to be there with Charlie's family and that's nice but also it's like fuck dude like <laughs> a great time yeah i'm like jeez sucks <laughs> jesus and then oh gosh i didn't even go with not to mention my dog when my dad had to put him down i didn't even go <laughs> i'm a piece of shit it's my childhood dog so like he's not doing well for a long time he's 13 years old um he's just like this scrawny skeleton of a dog right just walking around because he's just not doing well um, and then finally, my parents were like, this is just too much. Like, he's not happy. Like, this isn't good. Um, he's just struggling to walk around. And my dad, what was the, like, the, the toppling point is he was trying, like, my dog was trying to get inside and, like, just collapsed. So I had to carry him in, laid him down, Oof. you know, made him comfortable or whatever. And then um, the next day, my mom called and she's crying. She's like, we got it. Your dad's going to put Billy down. Or Billy. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's gonna put Ty down. So I was like, "Fuck!" So we go over. We're hanging, like we're with them, whatever. And my dad's like, "Hey, you know, nobody has to come with me." It's like I'll just do it, whatever. And mom's crying. Charlie's there. Charlie's tearing up. Obviously, my sister's crying. I'm like, "This is the same situation as my grandfather. My grandfather was not doing well. Like, right. I, I'm the type that I'm like, I come to terms way in advance." And I'm fine at the time. Right. And I'm still, like, I never actually had, like, a moment where I just cried. But, like, obviously I got, like, sad. But, um, you know, like, they, my dad puts him up into his truck, picks him up, carries him, lays him in there. And, um, you know, we all say our goodbyes. We give him kisses, you know, pet. And then um, I'm like, well, I feel like I should go. But I'm like, but I've got, like all my family's crying and they're not going and I don't want them to be them by themselves and all this stuff. And it's like, that was fucking hard. And my dad is the type that he, like he had to put his dogs down when he was a kid. and like, take them to the vet because his mom wouldn't do it. So his dogs that he grew up with as a kid, he had to take them. But then like, just knowing my dad, my dad's this real like hard dude, right? Like he's real rough exterior, but like, I know him, and he for sure sat there next to Ty, was petting him. I know for a fact that that, he, that man cried. Like, yeah. there's no way he didn't, because he loved that dog, had him for 13 years. And, like, I, I mean, he probably would have died way earlier if it wasn't for them getting two more dogs that were younger that made him run around. Because, like, he was right. doing real bad when he was 11. And then they got these, they got their... They're two new dogs, and he's just running around having a good time, you know, just, like, having to keep up with them, so he's running around yeah, having... Just to, that second and, breath. Or yeah, whatever. and, like, it really, like, gave him a boost and a reason to kind of be alive, I guess. Um, right. And then it just uh, just got to a point where it just wasn't enough anymore. Yeah. That shit's hard, man. Like, I, I can't, like, 
the thought of possibly having to put down Billy, like that's gonna fucking be bad. Well, like you said, it's inevitable, and you gotta come to terms already. And that kind of shit. obviously, you don't wish for any of that to happen. But yeah, you have to like do it in time, so you're not bawling your eyes out. Well, what's real bad too? <laughs> one more. I got one more dog story. Oh god. Um. So, uh, Charlie had a dog uh, named Jackson that I never got the chance to meet. Oh. Uh, we, uh, Charlie and I met in November and then she had to put down her dog, I guess, in. After uh, you guys started dating? Like right after we started dating. Um, so like I never actually had a chance to like meet, meet Jackson, but, um, like she's had him for a whole life. No, like seven, like probably six or seven years is probably how long they had him. And it was just like. It was getting real bad, you know, like bloody noses all the time because he had, he had cancer. Oh, so man. he had like this big um, growth in his face. And it was like she, when he died, man, like that was probably the hardest thing on her that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And like just, you know, seeing her post all these pictures, like she made like the slideshow that she posted up. And it was just like, it was like a million photos of her from when she was like 10 until she was like 16, 17, and it's just like, man, that That's shit. An old dog, man. No, no, the dog was like, dog was like six. Oh, I think you said seventeen. No, like Charlie from the time that oh, she was she, like ten okay. until she I was like sixteen. The dog was that? I was like, no, oh, no, shit. no. But like, just like Charlie has a different relationship with dogs than I do. Like I, they're pets to me. Like, and I love them as like pets, yeah, but, like but Charlie is to her. Yes. And always, that's just how she, her family's always viewed like pets. Right. Like to me, like I love dogs. I love having them around. I love playing with them and stuff like that. But it's just like, I don't know. I don't get as emotionally attached, Right. but Charlie, like Billy legitimately is her son. Like, Right. That's her kid. Now I'm sure when she has once we have kids, like that'll be different. When she actually has a son to like sure. hold and love and Ooh, son. I'm hoping for a son. <laughs> um but yeah, I it's uh it's rough, man. Like since Charlie and I have been together, we've been a part of three dogs getting put down, man. That's yeah. hard. It's hard, but um Well now you can't meet you can't be around my dog anymore. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. Well we have a dog. My parents have two dogs. Charlie's aunt has two yeah, dogs. Yeah, so you're, you're three for 20. <laughs> yeah, three for a lot. I mean, as a kid, I had a dog that uh, they had to put down because he had some oh disease <laughs> that Jesus. he was, like, starting to attack people. Oh, Parvo. He had Parvo. Oh, man. So he uh, he was, like, real bad. My dad, though, for the longest time, I thought he gave him to a co-worker of his. Oh, really? Yeah, That's what they even, even until I was, like, 18, I thought that. See? And then, like, I, no, I was, like, 20. And I mentioned it to the guy that dad said he gave him to. Oh no! Yeah, because he works for he works for my dad now again. Oh, so wow. I'm like, I'm like, hey dude, like, do you remember my dog Max? I like, uh, said so my dad said he gave him to you, and he was like, oh no. Nah. He's like, like nah, man. He he had to put him down. He had Parvo. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, you didn't even get. To and I like know. said something to my dad, and he was like, oh, I thought we told you that. So are you kidding me, dude? Like for like literally, I had we had him when I was four, right? And we probably had him for like two years. I remember the dog, mm-hmm. just because like that's like one of the the things in my life at the time that like was memorable, right? And then I just remember not having him, 
And I thought it was because he was getting sort of, my dad said he was getting aggressive. You know, he ate my glasses. He tried to bite you. So we had to give him to, um, to Troy. I was like, okay, I get that. That's fine. Well, he actually did try to bite me. But it was because he had fucking parvo right. and was like dying. <laughs> so I was like, damn, like that just lied to you like 14 years. Right. <laughs> Jesus. And like, it's not like he was active. It's not like I was like, Hey, so whatever happened to him? And he was like, Oh yeah. You remember? We, I told you we gave him to Troy. It was not like one of those things. It was like, yeah, he, he told just, me that like at one point in my life, that's just what you knew. And I just remember those things. Like it's one of those, it's one of those few memories I remember as a kid that like stuck out to me. Damn. And for some reason, just one day I was like, Hey man, <laughs> Hey Troy, uh, whatever happened to Max? <laughs> like oh yeah yeah, i know he got put down (laughs) jesus 14 years ago yeah it's pretty funny it's funny in hindsight even now it's even at the time that would have been it's just funny the things we believe when we're kids and what what parents do to protect their kids fucking santa (laughs) your parents will lie to you about anything if it makes you happy (laughs) yeah oh i didn't run over your your dog he ran away right oh your gerbil didn't die he ran away see the only pet well, the first pet we ever had was a, my parents had a cat before I was even born. And the cat lived to be like 13, 14. I found it dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, but the thing is, uh, he was really sick. Yeah. Like, for a while, getting up there. And we kept him just in the bathroom. Like, just to kind of have him not going anywhere or hurting anything. Like, jumping off of shit. Yeah. Hurting himself. And I went to the bathroom in there, and here he was just dead. You couldn't lie to me about that one. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, my uh, my grandparents also had a dog that just got old and had to put it de- put her down. All right, no more dead dog stories. Jesus. Okay, here's here's a dead rabbit story. Oh fucking hear hell! <laughs> so my mom and her sisters had rabbits, and uh, there was like a real bad cold snap, and they got did, out. Did they just eat each other? Oh no, no no they they like got up one morning, went outside. They were literally frozen in the fucking snow, like statues. That shit is hilarious to me for some reason. Wow. Like just the idea of just like going outside, a little kid, like, oh, there's, there's our rabbits. Why aren't they moving? Brick. Just fucking frozen solid. That's a, that's That's a terrible way for an animal to go, but that's horrific. However, from what I've heard. Like after you get past the stages of hypothermia, you know, where like you're You're sweating like really bad. Yeah, you just go to sleep. Yeah. Pretty baller. Oh, it's better than burning alive, that's for sure. Yeah, that's my least... That That is my most... That's the way I do not want to go. Because not only are you alive. on fire, but also there's no oxygen because right. it's fucking burning all the oxygen around you. Right. You're suffocating and burning alive at the same time. Hmm. What's no. The, oh, we already did this, didn't we? Probably. I was going to say, what's the best way to die? Best way to die... Um, from what I've heard, drown- <laughs> from what I've heard, drownings not like is probably. I, I think I defended. Bad. I feel like recently I talked about this because it's like defending drowning. So well, I was like, you just go to sleep at some point. Well, like, once obviously you, you struggle for air. Once you let go and allow it to happen, and you inhale the water, right? Then it is just like passing out immediately. Essentially, of course, I, I assume the only way we know this is because people have drowned and then came survived. back. Yeah, yeah. Survived. But also, I think that that's your brain. Um, Making it easier on you to lessen the trauma is yeah, probably like part of it. Shock so it's like, so obviously, even when you inhale water, that fucking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not 
doing well because you're not breathing. Mm-hmm. So your body starts shutting down. Your brain probably releases DMT, which is what they think happens when you're dying. Right. And then you're basically you start tripping and you no longer are like <clears throat> you don't feel the pain. So weird. <clears throat> and you also get a shit ton of adrenaline. So your body stops feeling things in general. You go into shock. Um, and then when you as you're actually slipping, <clears throat> like the flashback of all the memories that people say they see, like their life flashing is um your body's response is your brain's response to this immense trauma and in pro- preparing you for death. Right. And it's the poss- it's possibly just like a DMT trip that like sparks all these memories, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> which is an interesting concept because yeah. nobody knows what happens when you die. We all right. have ideas. Um, yeah, whatever lets you get to sleep at night. Yeah. I mean, and some, there's some people theorize that heaven and the idea of like seeing the light, is actually like possi- possibly just a big old DMT trip that, for all we know, could last forever because once you're in it, it's a DMT trips in general, 10 minutes long, but feel like they last forever mm-hmm. for the people that are in it. So it's like, I mean, who knows, right? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Because anybody who's ever seen Afterlife is dead. All right. Can't talk to us. Unless they're ghosts. But they yeah, usually don't talk about anything. They do a Ouija board. Or... Well, ghosts usually don't talk about anything interesting. Yeah, they're trying to haunt you or something. Well, usually it's just like they got a, a like words because they're trapped un- in purgatory sort of deal. Finish business. Yeah, yeah. If you believe in all that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about ghosts. I want them to be, to exist. Well, it's like it goes back to our whole discussion about ghosts being aliens or being some form of other being, like interdimensional something. Right. Yeah. Which. uh... I don't know. I like it. I, I like. I want all that stuff to exist, man. That makes life way more interesting. Yeah. But also, do I want it to exist? I don't know. Do I like the idea of it think, being yeah, possible yeah. that I can die and be stuck on Earth still? Not really. Well, what's your other option? Uh, who knows? Exactly. Well, if there's spirits, then there's got to be something. Or there's not. Or there's not. <laughs> <laughs> leave you with that. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, please do us all a favor and suck a big old fat, just juicy dick. But <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on. What? Oh, fuck. I messed this up. Patreon.com forward slash chip tooth pod. Thank you guys so much for listening to 57.1. Uh, I wanted Point to call one. it redux, but that's not the right word. So eh, it's a revival in so many words. Yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, go, go. Just ponder the afterlife while you're sucking a big meaty dick. Jesus. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Maybe.